0: Hello and welcome back. I am Dr. Diane, and this is Too Soon to Stop, the channel for those mature individuals who have want to pursue their dreams and make a difference in the world. As we get older, society wants us to step aside and put us out to pasture sometimes, Well, I am here to show that that does not have to be the case at all. Decades of experience, lessons from the school of hard knocks, and calluses make us very valuable and worthy of respect. We can command attention and acknowledgement only becoming to mature individuals who can help out in unique and practical ways that only come from experience. Experience is the only teacher. I am sure you are familiar with the parable of the prodigal son in the Bible. Luke 15, verses 11 through 32. It is a story about a man who had two sons. Now, this man was quite wealthy and did all he could to look after his family. Of course, looking From the outside, people do not realize how difficult things are and simply simplify how things are accomplished, such as running a large business. Family members that are beneficiaries of such a huge blessing can easily take things for granted and become ungrateful for all the things that were sacrificed in order to give them the great lifestyle that they enjoyed. The prodigal son was no different. He became restless and yearned to be out in the world partying and shoring off all the money he had. So one day he asked for his entire inheritance so that he could go out and explore the world. Didn't go too well for him out there, though. He thought spending money, partying all the time would bring him happiness and friends. Well, he got beat up pretty badly. Once his money was gone, so were his so-called friends. In fact, he was so desperate that he had to take a job feeding farm animals. In his desperation and destitute state, he thought of stealing food from the animals he was feeding because he was so hungry. He had taken for granted all the fine foods he enjoyed while living under his father's roof he had not bothered to take advantage of the education and training his father was trying to give to him. Instead, he thought he would take a shortcut and simply take his money and see what he could do. Well, he squandered all of his money, and because of his lack of training and education, he was only qualified for a low-paying job, such as looking after farm animals. In object humility, he went back to his father and begged him to make him a servant. He was willing to work in the field doing the same thing he was doing for strangers, except this time, at least he would be working for his father. So when the prodigal's son father saw him, he ran to greet his son. The son asked his father to hire him as an animal caretaker, like he was in the world for a stranger. Instead, the father didn't even pay attention to this request and instead threw a huge celebration because he was so joyful that his son had returned home. The father realized the importance of family and did not care about the mistakes his son had made or that he had squandered a huge part of the family fortune. His son was back. That is all that mattered to him, and he was going to celebrate. As an emergency room physician for over 30 years, it is the unfortunate part of my job to let people know that there is nothing else we can do for them sometimes, and they are about to die. When we come to this realization, we always ask the same question. Where is your family? We don't care about how many cars they have, how much money they have in the bank, or how many vacations they have taken. This is all irrelevant because they cannot take any of these things with them. When it is all said and done, family is what matters most. We quickly notify family who are called to spend the last few precious moments with their loved ones that is about to die. This scenario plays out over and over, and it has made me realize what is really important, family. When I walk in the locker room at work, all the lockers are decorated by family pictures. That is why we are there. That is why we do what we do to take care of our families. We put in our days at work and go home to the ones we love. The ones who we have built our lives around and spend our lives with in a special way with an incredible bond that no amount of money can buy. Working at creating memories is so important. I am the oldest of seven children. Growing up in the same house, we are now living in different cities from East Coast to West Coast. We cannot just go around the corner and just pop in. So we had to get creative in order to continue to work at Family Unity. Once a year, at least before COVID, my family goes on a cruise. We use the time to catch up, to have fun together, and most importantly, create memories that we carry with us until the next time we are together on the next cruise. It is all so rewarding to see how people are growing, who is accomplishing what, and who is having challenges with what. We work as a unit to help each other and support each other. It is truly a great time, and I am sure our mother, who lived to be over 90 and is now gone, would be proud to see us all sticking together. We lost our father over 20 years ago. At one time, the nine of us lived in the same household and saw each other every day. We lived in a three-bedroom, one-bath, government-subsidized row house that housed all of us as we grew up. Now we have to make things happen so that we can still be together as a family. It takes lots of effort and scheduling, but the experience is priceless. Learn to forgive. There is always dysfunction in every family. I have mentioned in previous episodes how Cain killed Abel with a rock. These sons of Adam and Eve definitely had a dysfunctional relationship. This does not mean that we cannot move past things. Believe it or not, we do not have forever to enjoy one another. Losing mom at 90 was still too soon for all of us. A lot of times you cannot even remember what you are upset about when you're fighting. Don't waste precious time and act as if you have forever on this earth because you most certainly do not. One last thing, I've seen this happen over and over again. How you live your life is a testament of who will look after you and support you in your old age. I will never forget the patient that I saw in the emergency department that stated that he had not been feeling well for a long time. I could tell that he had been chronically ill and had chosen this day to finally seek help and figure out what was going on. Well, he unfortunately had cancer and it had spread. Part of my job is having to inform my patients of this type of news. Well, he naturally was very upset and got on the phone and called his family. Within two hours... There were over 10 people at his bedside. Unfortunately, he only lasts another three weeks before he succumbed to his cancer. I will never forget the expression of love of his family who dropped whatever they were doing and came to see their loved one. This family knew what was important and what matters. I have also seen some patients have no one to come and be with them. This happens more than I would like to say. Even if we have family members' phone number and are able to contact them, the family member refuses to come and sit with their dying loved one. Contacting a friend is also possible, but of course that is not the same thing. The family comes in at their convenience and sometimes it is too late. I do not share this with you to bring you down, but to press upon you the importance of living your best life and not holding grudges. Please do not be too proud to admit when you are wrong for the sake of unity. To quote that very old L. Green song, let's stay together. In the end, it is really all that matters. Till next time, praying for your success and wishing you the very best.